Beep, beep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Okay. (laughs) It's been a day. And this has been an episode. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Good night. (laughs) Bye. Oh, God. Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast, where we break down every episode of the 10-season show. Today, we're talking about Season 3, Episode 3, Too Little Too Late, Paris 75001. Mary, what happened this week? Brandon gets buried in the sand by children while a deaf kid watches them from a distance. (laughs) Brandon tries to talk to Andrea, but she has no time for him because Jay... Jay takes Andrea out for a date and drops the bombshell that he's a Republican. Andrea laughs and then realizes he isn't joking. He makes her kiss him in front of a room full of people who woo-woo at them for some reason. Later, he tells her he can get her an internship working for Republicans in Houston with him. Dylan's dad might get parole. He asks Dylan to write a letter on his behalf for the parole hearing. Dylan is really... Or trying really hard to write a letter but isn't having a good time with it. Kelly comes by and gives him an excuse to take a break. They get mineral waters together. <laughs> Dylan goes to his dad's parole hearing and they have a chance to talk about what Dylan wrote in his letter. Jack quotes Green Eggs and Ham and says he's glad Dylan's there. Brenda and Donna are in Paris. They get kicked out of their cab when they ask their driver to not smoke. Uh, the room at their hotel is not great and the other girls on the trip seem weird. Donna complains a lot. They try to order dinner and end up with baby cow brains. Sad face. Then then they go to a party and don't really have a good time until Donna finds the dessert table. Donna and Brenda have a conversation about Paris and both plan to make the most out of their trip. Steve asks Brandon why he keeps staring at Andrea and Jay. What could that possibly be about? (laughs) Some of Andrea's campers notice the little deaf boy signing to his mother. Andrea goes over and introduces herself and bonds with the little boy, Cameron, over their mutual dislike of eating sand. (laughs) Andrea tells Cameron's mom, Mrs. Shaw, that she should sign him up for beach camp. Mrs. Shaw says no thanks. Cameron runs up and tries to join the group anyway, lying about having his mother's permission. Andrea convinces Mrs. Shaw to let him join the group for a day. Brandon makes all the kids throw water balloons at Andrea and then tries to make her feel guilty for wanting to go to Texas to be with Jay for the rest of the summer. When that doesn't work, he kisses her. Andrea tells him she knows he's only doing this because he's jealous and that it's rude and also stop. (laughs) Brandon apologizes the next day. Andrea tells him they can still be friends. Brandon changes his tune and says he's happy for her and some other bullshit. Andrea decides to stay in Beverly Hills for Cameron, not Brandon. (laughs) Andrea and Jay decide to try a long-distance relationship. Kelly and Dylan keep looking at each other, and I fucking hate it. <laughs> this might have been one of my favorite synopsis this of was all. so good. Yeah. Okay. So while we have the Beverly Hills timeline and the Paris timeline, do you want to talk about yeah. them, like, back-to-back? I like it. Like, I feel like knock out all the Paris stuff, because that's only Brenda and Donna, yep. and then we can talk about everybody else. Perfect. Let's do that. Okay. Also, one thing. We're back to having the theme song in the beginning. Not that that matters, but we're back to it. Because for a couple episodes, we weren't. Yeah, we did have that cold open, didn't we? Mm-hmm. That one time. I think two times. Maybe it was one time. Yeah. I Maybe don't... I said this last episode. Who knows? I don't remember. <laughs> that, that, was, that was like a whole week ago, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So Brenda and Donna are in Paris. And for some reason in my notes, I only said that Brenda was in Paris, so... <laughs> Well, forgot that Donna was there I, too. I, guess. I probably would have tuned Donna out too, frankly. Yeah, because she hated all the smoking and the plane sucked, and she's automatically complaining. All she does yeah. is complain. And also, did you notice that? So it's a six-hour flight from the East Coast to Paris. Mm-hmm. So realistically, it's about a nine-hour flight from mm-hmm. California to Paris. Nine hours on a plane, and they're both wearing mini dresses. Oh yeah, no, no. When I fly, it doesn't matter the length. Even if it's an like a, an hour flight, I'm in like yoga pants and comfy clothes and a hat and usually no makeup on i mean i'm definitely in like jeans or something yeah even and, like jeans. not okay mm-hmm. like they brought how many different pairs of shoes and donna didn't pay, pay the donna didn't bring a pair of sneakers like apparently not y'all do not know how to pack nope and then and they, you would think they would 
Yeah. At least Donna would. Well, and the amount of time that Donna was freaking out about packing, you'd think someone would have been like, girl, you need sneakers. Right. Like, the, like you're going to be walking a lot. Yeah. At least, like, comfortable flats or, you know, something. Mm-hmm. They make things that are fashionable. She could have gotten her Skechers. <laughs> the thick ones, because they had those back then. I the, think like, that I'm pretty sketchers. sure they did. Yeah. No, oh, my God. If they exactly. wore, like, Healy shoes, you know, with the wheels. I hate... <laughs> oh, my... Well, okay. So... I have always said in my life that I hate the Healy shoes, but now I work in, you know, a converted warehouse, so it's really long, and to get from one side to the other takes so long, and I'm like... Just zip on by. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, we had, when they first got the building, apparently, like, they got Tony Hawk to come in and just, like, skateboard around. What? Because there was nothing in, on our floor yet, because nobody worked there. Like, they just got on the floor, and it was completely empty, basically. And so they just had Tony Hawk there, and that's a story that people love to tell. And I'm just like, but why don't we all still have, like, scooters? Right. I watch yeah. Silicon Valley. Why don't I have scooters? Or, like, what if you guys got – remember those butt scooter things that we had in elementary school? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you'd always, like, smash your fingers in? Like, imagine if you just, like, oh, I got to go down to the R&D department. Let me just scoot on back. <laughs> oh, my God. But that would be perfect because be then so I can put fun. my laptop – on my lap, lap and just keep working while I'm scooting. And you're just like zipping through like tick, 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 answer this email, done. And then it's multifunctional because then you're getting work done as you scoot. This is perfect. I, I know. I, I, I'm just going to go pitch this. We just keep back. coming up with all these million dollar ideas, which this one isn't really a million dollars, but it's like it could develop I mean, into million dollars of revenue. I was going to say, knowing how much my company spends, we can make a couple thousand dollars off of this. Perfect. Easily. Sign me up. Um, but yeah. So yeah. Donna and or Donna at least yeah super complainy and it's clear that the cab driver knew what she was saying or at least something to the effect because he literally just like lights up right as she says how much she hates the smoking and Brenda tries to ask him to stop which I'm like roll down the window yeah this is the thing is like it feels like they're really uh playing up the annoying tourist kind they of totally a thing. They totally did. Especially that, like, Donna is not even trying right. to use the language. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, Brenda tries to ask him. And, yeah, most people in Europe know multiple languages. Like, mm -hmm. they will know their native language and then English mm -hmm. at the very least. Yeah. Like, and I know Brenda, like, messed up and said, por favor, at one point. And I was thinking, I was like, well, it's still kind of possible that he might know Spanish. Yeah. Or at least because in French, I think it's, like, uh, no, I'm thinking of Italian. That's the same. Yeah. But I was thinking Italian and Spanish are near the same. But yeah, like they're all romance languages. So it's like you still have some words that might sound a little bit similar. But anyway, yeah, they, they did this the whole episode. They really played up the American stereotype, but also the French, the American version of the French stereotype, I feel like. Yeah. Because a lot of French people were really rude. And I'm like, this is why all of our parents think that French people are rude. Yeah. When they aren't. <laughs> I know. All I could think of the whole time I was watching this episode was the times like when we were in France mm -hmm. and I would try and start a oh, conversation because yeah. I was like, I know, you know, Je Voudrais, mm -hmm. Si Vous play, you know, all these kinds of like little, little things. Little tiny things. But like as soon as I'm trying to pick out a cheese, mm -hmm. I'm like, I know fromage. Yep. That's, I that's don't it. know <laughs> past fromage. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what? I would at least like start you the conversation try. and try and then be like, Anglais? Right. Well, and, and then they like, had no problem helping us. Exactly. No, 100%. Like, and as long as we were nice to them and like not stupid Americans and just literally trying, just trying, yeah. literally just trying, immediately they were nice, regardless of what it was. I mean, even with Sweet Nate, who struggles so hard with languages. <laughs> oh my God. I, I was just thinking every time we go to a restaurant and like, John would go, and he like, have enough high school French mm -hmm. to, like, get through the whole thing. And, like, I would try something, but, like, pointing Point. to the menu, mm -hmm. and then, like, you would try something, and then Nate would be like, I would like this. <laughs> Poor guy. He, like, in his mind was trying, but it just wouldn't come out of his mouth. Like, he just, he struggles with languages. And anyway, but still, even he was just, like, nice and, like, I really don't know. And they would still be super nice because say, then they'd just, say English. You be nice to them, they'll be nice back. It's exactly. just people. It's but yeah, simple. they're like, oh, I hate smoking. And then all of a sudden, the French taxi cab driver is like, oh, you hate smoking? Well, I'm going to smoke. And if you say anything, literally fuck off. Yeah, I mean, 
it did go from zero to like kick you out of the cab real quick. Yeah. But not unwarranted. You know, like I don't think it was it was a little extreme, but I don't blame him for getting offended. I mean, again, I would have tuned on out immediately too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was it was annoying. Like it's his cab, just roll down the window. That was the thing. I was like, why yeah. don't I just roll down the window? It's not gonna take that long. It's summer. Just deal with it. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, so they get kicked out and they make it to their hotel or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing where people are speaking French and Donna's like, Well, I don't speak French and they're like, Well, you're in a in immersion course. Mm-hmm. So Okay. Try. But then they switch to English because we're watching a TV show. Right. Right. And then they take her, she takes them to their room, Marie. Is uh, that the name of the room? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Their room is Marie. And like all of it when she was like, well, this is for, this is the wardrobe for your clothes and the towels are here. And then Donna was like, just that wardrobe for both of us? Mm-hmm. Like, Donna, chill. Yeah. The materialistic. American was like heavy handed here. <laughs> oh my gosh, she brought so much stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I know the like me and Donna are very different people, but Same. like, I have embraced the one bag travel mm-hmm. of like, I have a backpack. Yep. And that's it. Yep. Well, and it was funny because like, once they were like, it was just funny how Brenda was like trying to speak the language and like very much like, look at our v- That's not great of a view, but it's okay. We're here and like all excited. And Donna's just like, oh my God. Where's Beverly Hills? Isn't yeah. France supposed to be Beverly Hills part two? Like, Yeah. And then they're like, well, it's okay because we're not going to be in the room all that mm-hmm. much because we're going to be in class all day and then we're going to go to all these parties. Mm-hmm. And that's when the other girls show up who have the Southern accents and oh Donna's just like, well, I can't understand them and their Texas accents. Yeah. It's like, Donna, come on, girl. Like, just try. Just, just be okay. try. Also, I think one was definitely named Maggie. That sounds right. Didn't catch the other two. I wrote down Scarlett and Anne, but they might as well be like <laughs> Ariel and Caitlin because I didn't catch them. Truly, I did not expect them to ever show up again. So Same. I was like, two girls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interchangeable. Probably. Um, yeah. Like, I feel bad saying that, but like, probably. Yeah, because everybody that's a side character in the show does not hang around long. So. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. yeah. So then they go out to like, go to museums and all this stuff Mm -hmm. and get in the fight about like, no, I'm tired. I don't want to do all this Mm -hmm. other stuff. And Brenda's like, no, I'm, I'm here to learn. Mm -hmm. Like I did make a little note, like, cause they're showing like the picnic baskets and like all the museums and stuff. And I was like getting super nostalgic about when we went to Paris. But then when Donna was like, her feet are tired. I was like, oh my God, my feet never stopped hurting in Paris. Cause we walked everywhere, which is great in retrospect. But I like, had a little bit of a trigger back to when my feet constantly hurt. But then Brenda, with her little guidebook, I was like, that's Ariel. I know. The whole time <laughs> when she was complaining about her feet hurting, I was like, well, you should have worn more sensible shoes. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't care. You and I want to go see the house. Yeah. You and Brenda were like the same person this episode. I know. I really felt it. a kindred spirit. Totally. In this episode. Because, yeah, she was like, oh, everything's really cool. It's totally going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the Louvre. Mm-hmm. To the Louvre. To the Louvre. Yeah. And then they go out to their fancy French dinner, mm-hmm. which the whole time they were at the French dinner, I was like, this is excessive. Like, yeah. I don't, we do not go out to like, I think when we travel, we'll go to like a fancy dinner, mm-hmm. but like usually not on the first night when we're jet lagged. Yeah. Like, and like trying to figure out your bearings and like get used to like where you're at. That's the night you stop at the Fran Prix and you buy yes. like a $2 sandwich. Exa- and, and like and a $1 bottle of wine that tastes better than every bottle of wine I've ever had. <laughs> and then you enjoy it and you're hotel room and you go to sleep exactly or in the park yeah whichever when in paris but and then when donna pulls out the like dictionary to try and figure out what the food is i was like thank god for google translate but seriously though seriously like it has come a long way in like being able to translate languages because i remember like we could literally just put the like almost like taking a picture of the menu and it would translate it in that format so it was like, oh, okay, I can read this in real time. I'm looking right at it, and I know what it is in English. Yeah. It's like, amazing. Because when you're looking at food, you don't think to try and translate the word brain. Right. Because it doesn't, like, make sense, really. Yeah, it felt like she just picked the part that sounded like an animal. Right. And was like, what meat is this? Yeah. yeah. No, because I could easily see, like, 
I don't know enough French to like say something, but if I was at a Mexican restaurant and everything was all in Spanish and like I didn't know enough Spanish, but I saw pollo, I'd be like, done. And then yeah, if chicken. it came out and was like fried chicken livers in a, you know, port sauce or something, I'd be like, hmm. I should have expected that. Yep. Should have looked at the rest of the words. That was the thing too, is like, yeah, brains are gross, like no matter what animal it comes from or whatever. But I do feel like you just kind of have to like live with it because it's like you ordered it. I feel like I would have eaten everything but the brain. Yeah, they had, just like, eat around it. Yeah, they had like a like veggies, and it it wasn't, but it looked like grits. Mhm, mhm. So yeah, it was just like just just eat around it. Yep. Order a glass of wine, eat it after you've had the glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. Move on. Um, and also in this restaurant, Donna was hallucinating David. The amount of times that they were hallucinating, I was like, y'all, it's been like three days. I know, right? Like, come on. She was so ready to call David the whole time. Which, on the one hand, I'm glad that they're, like, fostering this relationship. But on the other hand, I'm like, this is annoying. Like, well, chill. It's the same thing. Like, I did like that at some point Brenda thought she saw Dylan and, like, wanted to have that too. But I also really liked when Brenda was like, you can't call him because you're just going to be homesick and you need to, like chill from it like right whenever we travel specifically when I was younger because I was a pain in the ass in high school but we went to China when I was in high school and the program I went with had like scheduled meals to go to McDonald's KFC and Pizza Hut <laughs> and that was that's three meals out of we were there for 17 days oh wow uh, including travel mm-hmm. um but like that was three meals and I was like I don't want to eat a fried chicken sandwich from KFC. Also, they loved mayonnaise at the time. So it was interesting. too much. Interesting. It was so much. It was disgusting. And you even like mayonnaise. Yeah, but there's a limit. Yeah, sure. Of course. Like, it was bad. <laughs> but, like, they scheduled all these meals. And I was like, no, I don't want to eat at McDonald's. Right. Like, I want to eat at a Chinese restaurant, an actual Chinese restaurant. Yeah. Or and literally like, anywhere that's not Americanized. Well, yeah, because they, they did, like half immersion because none of us spoke Chinese and they didn't expect us to, right? But they would, like, pre-order food before we got to the restaurants and basically what was there is what you got. So, like, we had a full fish with, like, the scales and the eye and everything and, like, you had to eat it the way it was supposed to be eaten and, Mm -hmm. like, there were a couple times where I was like, I really don't want what's in front of me, Mm -hmm. but when else am I going to get this experience? Right. And you still, I, I just feel like wherever you go... You do have to, like, embrace the culture and, like, at least try. Like, yeah, yeah, it's different than what yours might be, but that doesn't make any one or the other better or worse. It's just, it is. So why not be? No, I completely agree. They were just driving me absolutely yeah. bananas when they were doing Same. all this stuff. But then they do go to some party. Um, and that one scene where, like, Brenda was, like, uh, all of a sudden, like, surrounded by lighters. I thought that was kind of funny. I really liked the little scenes in this party because those yeah. other girls that were talking to the French guys, and they're like, oh, we're from Texas. And the one guy's like, what did she say? And the other mm-hmm. one goes, they're from Texas. And then he goes, oh, do you know George Bush? <laughs> yeah, George Bush. <laughs> there were two Republican, like, uh, candidates mentioned in this episode. One is in my quote of the week, spoiler alert. But I thought that was hilarious. I know. It's so funny. <laughs> it's just like... We don't all know each other. Right. <laughs> well, and then another guy just walks up to Brenda and is like, you want to sleep with me? <laughs> and she's like, I sleep with her. <laughs> and he's just like, okay. The more the merrier. <laughs> Go on. Which I thought was a weird response because Brenda knows what that means, clearly, because she translated it. Yeah. But then, like, you have to know in France, like, that culture is, like, not a problem. So I thought it was good. I was but say, I did this like laugh. goes real heavy on the stereotypes of like yeah. everyone smokes, everyone's assholes, everyone has sex with everyone. Exactly. Like this went heavy on it. Very heavy. And then Donna isn't talking to anybody, but she finds the dessert the table. Pastries. Yep. Which also felt like me. It's <laughs> a little bit of everything here. But when it was she, great. Like when she cuts the cake and mm-hmm. then just puts it on a napkin and then starts eating it without silverware. I know. Oh I know. my god. The comedic relief that is Donna Martin. It's you great. can't beat it. It's great. You just can't. She's got that natural just like I got to be funny and I'm good at it, so I'm just going to do it. Like I wonder I mean I do wonder at times how much is like her and how much is the script cuz I remember like 
I follow a lot of like writers accounts on Twitter for some of my favorite shows because I like seeing when they like talk about stuff that are in scenes. And a lot of times it's like, yeah, the words might be there, but a lot of the physicality of scenes the, like, comes from the actors. Like, yeah, like they like just let them kind of take it and run with it. And so I feel like in this scene, it was like highly possible that the direction was like uh, Donna cuts a piece off of a pastry and eats it but maybe she uh, was Tori like, Spelling was like I'm gonna take a giant piece of cake put it on a napkin and then just eat it like just go for it because technically it's still part of the direction but it's her own like spin on it yeah which is great I hope that's true Tori Spelling please tell us because I'm dying to know send us an email at back to podcast <laughs> at gmail.com that's b-a-c-k-t-o podcast <laughs> at gmail.com I feel like we're like remember that show zoom on pbs <gasps> when they would always do the Five, two, one, three, four. (laughs) So you get it. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But also, Mary, I feel like that was very close to, like, a good NPR voice. Ooh. Oh, well, thank you. That was good, like, like ASMR. That's, like, all I want in my life (laughs) is to be on NPR. (laughs) It's my secret dream. (laughs) NPR. Email us. Yeah. And back to podcast at gmail.com. You can poach Mary. (laughs) No. You, no, can't. you can't. Only like for like her day job, not for her podcast job. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll talk on the radio. Gimme. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, that scene with Donna was my absolute favorite in the entire episode. Like she was just perfect. I love I her. I love her so much. Like she just some... started with a cream puff and then was just like, "All right, we're going for cake." <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then, I mean, that's basically it. Like, they leave the party, they have a little heart-to-heart, and then they're just like, so what time do you think it is in Beverly Hills? Yeah. Which I kind of find it really funny with the phone calls because you really have to plan it. Oh, yeah. Like, Cause it's David not has significant. To, yeah, David has to be like, I'm going to be at the phone at the beach club at 2 p.m. every day, which mm-hmm. would be, I guess that would be too late for them. But, like, you know, say it's 8 p.m. their time in between, you know, dinner and going out for the night. Right. And being like, this is when I'm available so we can have phone calls. Well, and it's like you can't just like give someone a heads up, like, hey, by the way, yeah, you can't we text them. Push our call fifteen minutes forward. Yeah. Oh boy, is that like an eight-hour difference? I would think it would be nine. I think it's nine because it's six from here. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on daylight savings. Five, but then again, I'm thinking of like the UK and not France. Yeah, yeah. My, my and East Coast versus West geography Coast is bad. <laughs> yeah, because I think. Like that, the uh, line international date line or whatever. Yeah, I think they like cut off at the UK and like down to Spain and Portugal is on the west side of Spain mm-hmm. and then France is over mm-hmm. on the other side because we even not that we're probably going anymore. But when we were looking at our Spain trip, um, you can like go up into an area of Spain that's on the coast of France and it's just like a whole different experience. That's cool. But it takes so long to get up there mm-hmm. that you basically can't do the south of Spain at the same time without taking a hmm. very long trip. Because we would have been there for 11 days including travel. Mm. So like nine full days. Okay. And we just wouldn't have time. Right. It's the same reason that we wouldn't have gone to Morocco. Mm. And now I'm not going anywhere. Not for a while. Whatever. Flippers. <laughs> and yeah, that's it. That's all of Paris, I think. Yeah. But, oh, well, and Brenda admits she also hallucinated Dylan. That's the only thing is like she yeah, told I, Donna, she's like, hey, don't feel too bad. I also hallucinated Dylan. And now we're best friends. Yeah, we're good again. Yay. Is this? Yeah, because this, I think, is when Donna is like, I'm so glad that you came instead of Kelly because then <laughs> oh, Kelly yeah. would be a, a annoying all the time and I'd have to listen to her. And it's like. Donna, read the room. Yeah, why can't you just, like, not complain? I loved that, though. It was like, <laughs> no, I if Kelly was here, I wouldn't get a chance to complain. So I'm really <laughs> glad that you came on this trip and let me complain. Because I just don't have the energy to cheer Kelly up, basically. But that also says a whole lot about their relationship. Yeah. No, it absolutely does. Like, I feel like in this hierarchy, I, th- I think it's like a circle. Like, Brenda does all the complaining to Kelly. Kelly does all the complaining to Donna. Donna does all the complaining to Brenda. True. Because we've seen that so many times. That's true. We have. Like, I'm sure we've seen it in the other directions, but we mostly, I feel like, see that. Yeah. Well, and we usually see Brenda getting mad at Kelly. Kelly getting annoyed with Donna. Mm-hmm. And Donna, does she get mad at anyone? 
she gets mad when people call her dumb. True. Yeah, that's the one thing you don't do to Donna Martin. That's very true. Or throw a divorce back in her face because, like, too Ugh. soon. Yeah. 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 But, but yes. yeah, I mean, that's it. Back in Beverly Hills now at the beach club. We open, what did you say? <laughs> we open on a bunch of kids burying Brandon while a deaf boy watches. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, Andrea and her outfit looked so old. She, oh, like, seriously, <laughs> I think they don't, like, they're not trying to hide the fact that she is in her 30s. No, they're not. And I think the curly hair does it, too. Like, I think yeah. I'm just so used to, like, the hairstyles of now. Like, mm-hmm. even if you have curly hair, I think you just wear it differently. Well, and I think if she had longer hair, because think about it, like, Brenda's isn't all that long, but it's straight. But, like, mm-hmm. Kelly's is pretty long. Donna's is about the same length as Brenda's. But, like, yeah, I think because it's curly, it almost gives her, like, a older woman vibe i don't know yeah it's got the like this is short because i don't have time to deal with it because right. i'm a married woman with, with children and kids. a career yeah, yeah. <laughs> no that's what i see when i see her she's like i'm stuck in the boardroom i don't have time to do this you know what's funny is like in the reboot that came out i mean she has like chopped like completely like it's the same thing i yeah. don't have time for this yeah. so i got a pixie cut yeah right it's just that Classic older woman hair. I know. Like, I'll never forget when my mom first cut her hair short. Same. Yeah. And it I'm was like, so why? weird. Yeah. Because my mom always had hair like me. And then she cut it kind of like short-ish. And it just kept going. She just went shorter and shorter and shorter. And then she grew it out some, but it was still never like past a bob. And I'm yeah. like, mom, you can grow your hair. I don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah. No, my mom, when in like the 80s, and 90s when I was really young she had the like real short but like poofy mm, mm-hmm. so she was like I spend all of my time teasing, teasing. it up yep. I don't have time to deal with it in the back oh my mom knows how to tease I remember we had like decade day in school when it was 80s day or whatever who my mom was good at teasing my hair like just make it go up not out <laughs> but yeah so we're back in Beverly Hills with old Andrea I'm just you have so not now but you had so much hair for so long i'm literally just picturing like it was down to your butt and now it was like down a little higher off your butt because it's six inches up and then down yeah like i think i could probably well, you because you had the bump it I, well i didn't because my mom did such a good job of just getting it to stay you had a natural bump it yeah like and i also had bangs at the time so she could do that like silly oh did she feather them yes oh my god yeah like my mom was so good at that and she should do it now because I do have shorter hair. So I wonder what it would look like now. I want to see. Yeah. Well, do I'm it. seeing her on Sunday. Maybe I can just say, like, hey, mom, I know we're having a family gathering, but can you tease my hair real quick? <laughs> you can do it at the picnic table. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're like, she. oh my God. I'll tell you later. I got a side <laughs> story. <laughs> um, yeah. We have to talk about Brandon, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. Oh, did you guys realize? Okay. So the Cameron. You don't immediately know he's deaf, but did you notice at one point the music cut out? And Oh, I didn't. Yeah, well, because for a second I thought, like, I accidentally, like, sat on the remote or something to make it mute, and then it kept, like, I, I literally, like, picked up the remote and almost hit the mute button to what I thought was unmuting, and then the music continued, and I was like, oh, and then his mom signed to him, and I was like, oh, oh, like, yeah. they did that, and, like, the only time I've ever seen that in another, like, TV show is Master of None, when they had the deaf episode, which I thought was incredible because they, they did the whole scene with no sound. Yeah, they did a Buffy episode with no sound. Okay, well, yeah. it had music. No, it didn't have music. I don't think it did. Like, it it had stuff when people could talk. Mm-hmm. But then I think, like, other than that. It was like it a was, silent Yeah, because the whole idea was that monsters came to Sunnydale and took everyone's voices oh. because a scream, like, loud noise mm-hmm. would was like the thing that would kill them so they would take everyone's sound away and then murder you oh my god and you couldn't scream and nobody could hear you so they were just like walking around on a college campus walking into dorm rooms and cutting people's hearts out while their roommates were 10 feet away spooky terrifying it was (laughs) amazing it's so good it's literally like it is arguably like multiple people have said this the best episode of Buffy that exists. Wow. The episode that didn't have any sound was the episode when her mom died. Hush mm. has music, but no voices. And then when her mom dies, there's no music. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, that happened here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I was watching with subtitles and a little thing came on the bottom that just said no audio. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's a deaf boy. Yeah. <laughs> but he's so cute. I like, know. this little boy was so precious. Like, I totally get Mama Shaw being like, I have Protective. to protect you. Mm-hmm. But, like, just put him on a leash. We've I discussed know. this. We have discussed this. I do feel bad for him, though, because I feel like every mother who has a child with an impairment or a disability is just like, over the top overprotective and I do feel bad for the kid because like I grew up with a really overprotective mom over my sister and I'm like I wonder if the reins would have been loosened a little bit like Mm -hmm. what would have happened but you know that's neither here nor there yeah but yeah because we're supposed to be focusing on Brandon and then I don't know stuff happens with Brandon but because well, he's about to ask Andrea out and then Peter Krause shows up I, I wrote another five seconds of Jay to make Brandon miserable because <laughs> like I'm up until that. this point Peter Krause has barely done anything in he's an episode he's just literally been in for five seconds yeah like he showed up at the peach pit said like hey I'm Jay and mm-hmm. then left and then he showed up to pick Andrea up mm-hmm. and then left I know I love and then it. now he came to kiss her and then leave <laughs> it's perfect i was just like peter has got paid for this i know and like he he launched a whole career from this (laughs) he must be super charismatic or something i mean he is he's like when you actually hear him talk you're like okay i see why you're cute and like why you get jobs and he looks good in double denim that's true pulls it off and then Um, that's it because now we're over at dylan yes because he goes to see jack oh wait before that sorry before that uh, oh, he tells Brandon that Jack is up for parole because oh, Brandon, okay. of course, has to assert his opinion on somebody else's life because he just basically says, like, I don't think you should go see him or something like that. And I'm like, who are you? It's his There's, dad. They're working on repairing their relationship. I feel like you should absolutely go see exactly. him. Like, we haven't had any evidence that their relationship soured again after they've right. been building it back up. Right. Exactly. Like, it's just Brandon trying to be a stupid well, and person. the idea, like, I think they're trying to say, like, Dylan has said things and, like, acted in ways where he's not happy about having to go see his dad and having to do all these things. And, like, you know, they're probably not in a good place in their relationship. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the writers can't have it both ways. Totally. And that's what bothers me. And then he goes to see Jack and prison has changed this man. Oh, my gosh. Literally. Literally. It's a different <laughs> actor. <laughs> I was really proud of myself when I wrote that down. That's awesome. Um but yeah, when he gets there, Jack asks him basically to write a character reference so he can get off on parole. And is this the scene or was it a different one? I think it was a different one, right? Well, so I said it's weird how upset Dylan is. So I think it might be the one you're talking about because, you know, Dylan gets really upset about the idea that he's supposed to be writing a character reference for Jack. And it was like, again, I don't see how you can have it both ways. How mm-hmm. can he have a relationship with his dad mm-hmm. and still be this angry? Like, you could have just cut Jack McKay out and it wouldn't have made any difference to anybody. It's true. Yeah, because then they're asking him to write this reference and Dylan's like, what the fuck am I supposed to write about? Like, I barely know you. But also, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like yeah, it, I mean, they're trying sh- to make him angry, but also, like, what does he have to be angry about? Because he doesn't really know him. Like, the whole idea of writing a character reference for you know parole and this kind of stuff is to say like he is a changed man yeah so you can be angry about how he was your entire life but if he has changed in prison Mm -hmm. that's the stuff you can talk about to be like oh we didn't have a really good relationship when i was growing up but he is a reformed man now and like i come to see him and we write each other letters and like the idea that jack has to be like well i read you green eggs and ham like that means nothing for this reference it was so dumb because like he starts spouting it off and dylan's like look basically looking at him like i was looking at the scene like what the fuck but then he starts saying it too and i'm like why is this important what do you want yeah do you like them on a train (laughs) i know i feel like you should have been like i do not like them on a plane (laughs) like just back and forth (laughs) papa I feel like that was coming, but it never did. I know. I was waiting for it. Uh, uh, shout out to Dr. Seuss. Yeah. yeah like, um, sorry, I just remembered this. I was watching The Office the other day. <laughs> and um, it's when they're doing like the launch party for the Dunder Mifflin Infinity website. And Michael thinks he's invited to the party in New York. 
and wanted to buy oh. Ryan Oh the Places You'll Go, but just picked up Green Eggs and Ham instead because <laughs> they were out. <laughs> and then he just throws the book out the window when he realizes he's not really invited. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my gosh. God. The Office is so relevant. It's Always. so good. Uh, I haven't gotten to bring up The Office in so long, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> and then... So after that, we go back to Andrea because she and Jay are out to dinner, mm-hmm. and this is where she finds out he's a Republican. <laughs> yeah, he bas- he's being so nice, though. He wants to help Andrea with an internship, but then he's like, for the Republican National Convention. And Andrea's basically like, ooh, I can infiltrate. Like, <laughs> I'll take them down. I feel like she would show up and be like, I have some slides. Yeah. <laughs> where can I set up? <laughs> Let me explain Here to you. Here all the reasons why you're wrong. But then Jay is a Republican, and she's like, what? I know. I feel like there was, like, a freeze where she was just like, don't freak out. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Just laugh. Maybe he's joking. Yeah. And then he's like, no, I'm serious. I did like, though, how she was initially shocked, but then they both are, like, kind of jokey about each side, and they're, like, cool with it. Because I'm like, that's how it should be that's how, that's how it should be yeah because it's like you've clearly like gotten to know this guy i mean we haven't because he's barely been there but like you've clearly gotten to know this guy and like clearly have a connection it doesn't all go out the window once you find out like where his political like party lines lie mm-hmm. so cool i like that they actually like yeah. joked about it and then made it romantic because Basically, Andrea's like, well, you know what I heard about conservatives? They're lousy lovers, which I'm like, girl. <laughs> girl, Andrea can get she it. She can get it. I mean, I... she should. She's 38 years old. So. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's like, well, I got to prove you wrong right here and right now. And then they like kiss. And, or yeah. <laughs> I feel like there should be like a studio track behind us right now. Woo woo! <laughs> like like those woos in Boy Meets World. Every time someone yeah, kisses. No, that's exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go back to the beach. back to the beach club because this is when Andrea walks up to sign to the little boy, and I was like, of course Andrea knows sign language. Like, she probably she just picked up an ASL dictionary in her like spare time. Spare time, or like saw that there was a class at the community center over the summer and was like, hmm, this mm-hmm. sounds fun. She was like, I have approximately one hour free in my schedule if I move these three things to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Exactly, and she just takes up the class and then like aces it and like remembers it. <laughs> she could totally study on the bus. That's true. That's she very could. true. She could. Um, but yeah, so like they bond, like Mary said, over not liking sand in their food. <laughs> I just love that she was like, you eat sand? And he's like, I don't eat sand. And she's like, well, you shouldn't eat sand. And he's like, I don't eat sand. It was so she's like, cute. me too. I hate sand. It was so cute. It was cute, but also like that's what you choose the dialogue to be. But you know what? It worked. It did. It worked so well. Um, okay. So I think, I don't know, because I may have like, oh, th- is this when like she tries to convince the mom to like let yeah. him yeah. participate and she's like mm, sorry and then she's like come on we got to get you out of the sun but then jay comes behind her and like surprises her yeah because he says that he got her the job with the republican convention if she wants it mm-hmm. and i mean that would basically be it like that's her summer she has to leave she can't be at the beach club anymore and then brandon is standing off on the side being like but i love you mm-hmm. so this was actually where my quote of the week was Ooh. Because I loved when Jay came up behind Andrea and, like, did the guess who thing. And she's like, Dan Quayle. Because of the whole Republican thing. And I I actually laughed out loud at that. So I love it. That's my quote of the week. That's all about that. I mean, she's just... It's just so fast. Yeah, it's, it's quippy. It's funny. Yeah. But then freaking Brandon, only liking Andrea once she's happy with someone else. And it's It's super annoying. It's super annoying. But then... Steve. Horny Summer 1992 Steve is a, he's a mood. This is Steve's (laughs) sexy summer of 92. Like, he's in it to get it. He's in it to make it. Hot Steve Summer. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Hot Steve Summer. Oh my God. Good God. But he, but like really, cause yeah, like 
I feel like he probably would have told Brandon to go for it. Or No, I think in my mind, I feel like Steve would have been like, oh, you missed your chance, bro. And then mm-hmm. like pined after him and then like, you know, still flirted because he still flirted with Kelly up until right. like, right. what, two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. But like. You know, Kelly was never actively seeing someone. And then when she was seeing someone, he he was like, okay, you know, I'm jealous, but like, I finally need to move on. Like, they had their things, but like, I don't know. I feel like Steve finally learning he needs to move on would not be him being like, we'll go break that up. Also, in my mind, Steve and Andrea have been hooking up for years. Man. And Steve is just like, "Mm, move on, Brandon. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, sure, go for it. I'm not sleeping with her or anything, so it's fine. (laughs) Why are you looking at Andrea? (laughs) I look at Andrea. (laughs) Wait, no one's looking at Andrea. What? There's girls over there. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) That feels more on brand. (laughs) The Steve in my mind is so different from the Steve on screen, and I don't care. But also not that different. (laughs) I mean, not that different. The Really, the only thing I have truly made up in my head is that he and Andrea have been making out in, like, dark alleys. I still want that fan fiction. I know. <laughs> like, what if, like, okay, go with me on this. Like, what if we had the regular cameras that are focused, like, pull, like pushed in on, like, the main two people that are just walking down the hall, but then, like, every once in a while you get, like, the out of focus in the scene and you just see, like, Andrea and Steve just, like, casually kissing in the background and then they turn around and they're, like far apart from each other like so it's like they're kissing every chance they get like can you imagine i figured it out i've been inspired it's a fan fiction in the like style of the office where they've got like the talking heads Mm -hmm. and the spy cam and all of that of the 90210 crew does david film it (gasps) yes (laughs) david is the the videographer is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> I panicked so quickly. Um, yeah. And they're the Dwight and Angela. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> Where, like, you're at a party and then you zoom in on the side and all of a sudden their feet are coming out of the dollhouse <laughs> in the back. Or, like, you see them in the background and they're, like, looking around but rushing into, like, the warehouse to, like, go make out. Just checking their watch and um, going to the same closet. <laughs> yeah. Like, standing, like, against, like, the corner of a wall. I need you. Yeah. Uh, Andre walks behind Steve and is just like, warehouse. Yeah. 15 minutes. My office, 15 minutes. Yeah. And then they just go around the corner in the hallway. In the hallway. Yeah. This no, is great. I've got it. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Make it. Well, just like they will. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Seriously. I don't there, remember. Could you, I honestly don't remember if it happens. I, I I don't remember. If time travel ever becomes a thing, that's what I'm going back to change. <laughs> Just that one thing. Yeah, everyone all the things else is gonna like, change. I'm going to invest in Apple in 1984. And Kelly, or Kelly. 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 <laughs> Kelly. Wow, so who am I? <laughs> Mary is like, I am going to go back to 1989 and I'm going to find Aaron Spelling and I'm going to tell him in two years. You will make Steve and Andrea a thing, and you will call them Stondria. You don't understand what Stan means, yeah. but people will Stan it. And Stan it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Heard it when I said it. <laughs> um, but, um, okay, so I think this is when Brandon starts to make Andrea feel bad, oh and he's God. just like, so bad. Well, yeah, he just walks up to her and is like, oh, this one kid that you've had a connection with for 30 minutes, like, you can't just leave him. You're really going to leave him? He's deaf, Andrea. Like, he didn't say that. But I I mean, you might as well have. Yeah. Like, I swear to God, sometimes I do tune these people out and just insert what (laughs) I want them to be saying. How could you abandon this little boy? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? You're the only one who can communicate with him. Besides his mother. Entire place. Like, well, and, like, Brandon, you can still make him feel connected. He can read lips and he can speak. Right. Like, I appreciate that Andre is the one that brought him out of his shell. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, he's eight, let's say. Sure. So he might not understand why she has to leave. Right. But, like, if Brandon is there and Brandon steps in, especially if he steps in while Andrea is still there, 
kid's not gonna notice also like kids are insanely resilient they bounce back like crazy like who even knows if he even really likes andrea this kid is not a psychopath after being held under his mother's thumb for the past eight years right like he has to sit there in the hot sun by himself reading choose your own adventures Mm -hmm. because nobody else will choose the adventure with him oh man you got the quips today like they're just mm. did you think a lot about these no i had half a white cloth (laughs) fair no that was like that line was a tearjerker though i know oh my god i watched it side note i watched a really tough episode of this show called the resident which is filmed in atlanta and set in atlanta so love oh my god i watched baby driver yesterday which is filmed in atlanta and set in atlanta perfect but uh, it was so heavy-handed. I cried. I Today! Watched... I had to jump on a call in five minutes, and I finished the episode. I was like, I've got Caitlin. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Is that how you answer the phone? You got Caitlin. <laughs> Only on conference calls. That's amazing, though. <laughs> like, I don't even announce myself. I make sure that I dial the number first <laughs> so I don't have to get in there when other people are there and be like, this is Mary. Well, that's the thing. I hate being like, Caitlin's here. Like, all that. So I'm like, you got Caitlin. No. Nope. I dial in like 20, well, not 20, but like 10 <laughs> minutes just early. you in. Yeah. I, I dial in first. I just wait for everyone else. And then someone else from my office will dial in. And I'm like, hey, it's just me. And then as soon as someone else dials in, it's usually my coworker, Steve. He'll be like, hey, it's Steve and Mary. So I don't have to do anything. Wow. Yeah. I mute my microphone and I take notes. Nice. At my last job, I would call in and like everyone else would be introducing themselves and they'd be like, who else is on the call? Oh, we've got Ariel. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm here. (laughs) Mute. (laughs) Yeah. See, I'm, um, I don't know if you know this about me yet, but I'm a people pleaser. So I like being, I hate being late. I like to make sure that everyone knows who's on the call. (laughs) I'm horrible. (laughs) Also, guys, I would like to formally announce that I got a new job. Yay. Yay. We need a soundboard. Beep, but that's beep. all. But we don't need a soundboard. We have Mary. That's true. We beep, got beep. Kelly. I mean Mary. <laughs> I I am really actually pleased that if anyone I could be Kelly. I mean I wanted to be Kelly. It Let's was, be real. I was gonna it was just like a slip and I don't know what caused it, but now I'm really excited for the time I slip and accidentally call Caitlin something else. What's it gonna be, Steve? We don't <laughs> <laughs> But you're tall, so I think of you as Donna. What? I'm not dumb. No, Donna's <laughs> not dumb either. People are just mean. Oh boy, this is interesting. <laughs> all right, I'm not so gonna we... call you Brenda though, Eric. Oh God, I... please don't. No, no, it all has to happen naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that the makes thing. sense. It has to happen sense. naturally. That was. It does. That was so natural. I accept. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> Fuck off! It's mine. <laughs> I'm going to flip this table. <laughs> this is when you're like, bye. Yeah, this is. Bye. <laughs> oh, that sounded guttural. I hated it. <laughs> you just have it. like a Halsey vibe to you right there, though. So, because she growled. Oh, oh, I'll take it. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I would take it all day. So, I listened to this podcast. <laughs> who said that? Sorry. Guys, who said that? Behind you and inside of you. <laughs> I can't. Mary, this is why we don't drink white claws on our podcast crying i'm sorry (laughs) guys we haven't had white claws on our podcast in many so long yeah so cheers i think i still legitimately have half of them yeah i've still got like a third left all right yeah yeah only half yeah yeah this is what happens this is this is me now yeah this is our quarantine podcast get excited sponsored by white claw (laughs) Hey, it's alcohol. It cleans the virus. It, oh, yeah. Literally, Nate joked with me about a month ago when we went to Costco and got a 25-pound bag of white rice. <laughs> Legitimately, it's downstairs. <laughs> and because we got home and we were, like, cleaning out the fridge and the freezer, and we had, like, some vodka left in the freezer. And my husband doesn't drink, so it would just be left for me, but I'm not just going to drink vodka by myself. But I was like, should we just get rid of it? Because there wasn't really that much left. And he was like, no, we need that. And I was like, <laughs> for our wounds? <laughs> he was like, no, depression. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, we'll keep vodka. This is what gets Nate to have a drink? Literally, I think so. Like, the coronavirus is just hitting him hard. He's just in the spirits and, and his feelings. 
But it's not for wounds. That was made clear. <laughs> My internal wounds. Yeah, exactly. Not <laughs> external. Oh, that would have been funnier if you said not external wounds. Oh, so cute. Anyway. I've only had two thirds of a white cloth. <laughs> Give me time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so fucking Brandon. Fucking Brandon. And then Kelly, I think she's talking to Dylan at this yeah, point. Yeah, this is when they get mineral water. <laughs> yeah, and she's talking about how she and Kate... She and Kate. <laughs> <laughs> I think internally I want Kelly to be a lesbian. <laughs> Same though. Like, Tell me I'm wrong. Do. We want it so bad. This <laughs> show needs so lesbians. <laughs> oh my god. Do we need to calm down? <laughs> shall we continue? Where were we? We shall continue. I don't know. I don't know. Dylan and Kelly. Oh, Kate. Mineral water. Kate. Because <laughs> Not having a spit take. Not, not Kate. Oh. Jake. So good. We do just want her to be a lesbian. Like, I would love it if Kelly was into women. Oh, my God. She'd, she'd be a good lesbian. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, but just. I would love it. Ugh. But, yeah, she's talking about Jake. Jake. Not Kate. With a J. And that didn't end well. Not yeah. that we know why, because we haven't we, seen Melrose Place. Right. All we know is that it didn't go well, and she basically threw him, her at him. Yeah. Herself. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. And Dylan's like, oh, yeah, I warned, I warned him about you or something. And she's like, you talk to him about me? You talk about me? Yeah. You, you think about and me? And we know what's coming. I hate it. I know. But, like, at the same time, I just want Kelly to be happy. The thing is, I... Do I have a crush on Kelly? I think so. I think same, so. though. Yeah. But, like... It's there. Okay. Brenda pisses me off. Yes. She was a rotten person up until the moment she left for Paris and then I started liking her again um what bothers me is I do not stand for cheaters Mm -hmm. like it is six weeks thousand percent like let that sexual tension grow and then break up with her yep like just don't don't cheat on her hundred percent I'm fully of the opinion that if you are if you're willing to cheat on somebody your relationship's over so you might as well Come back, tell your person it's over, and then go with be with that person. Like, if you're so ready to cheat, yeah, like, just do it on the up and up. Yeah, no, at I, that point, just end it yeah. and then go fuck whoever you want because exactly. that's yeah. the right thing to do. Exactly. Yeah, and, like, the thing is, a lot of this I can totally buy, mm-hmm. but at the same time, Dylan was like, if we can't last six weeks, then, you know, what are we, or whatever he says. Yeah. And, like, yeah. It takes away from their entire relationship by just Dylan saying, it, it's six weeks. If we can't last six weeks, what are we to each other? And then the fact that it feels very much like they're going to go there. What was the point of the relationship? Like, no, it feels I, like a disservice. I completely agree. Like, I haven't even thought of that at this point, but you're so right. Yeah. Like, why? Why did we spend two seasons waiting for this buildup and all of this stuff and everything and then done? And like, all the, like, he's our family. This is the only family he has. And all the drama with Jim and, like, the separate or, like, the distance that's been created between Jim and Brenda and, like, all this crap. Oh, my God. When she gets back and all of this comes out. Do you want to do it? That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. When she gets back and, like, all of this comes out, Jim's going to be so happy about it. And it's going to be insufferable. And Brenda's going to be such a bitch. And it's going yep. to be insufferable. And the problem mm-hmm. is, she's not wrong. No. And I can totally understand why Jim's going to feel that way. It's going to be a messy situation all around. It's going to piss me off. This is going to be a really long season. Yep. Not just because it's like 32 episodes. <laughs> 30. Yeah, 30. Whatever. We don't even need to it's exaggerate. It's too long. It's 30. <laughs> yeah. It's so long. So long. Um, but yeah, that's... Oh, and the mineral water. So I don't know if that's like a normal thing in California, but it made me think of France because remember when Nate didn't? He, <laughs> he was, was like, just like, oh, this is terrible. What is this? Something's wrong with this water. And we were like, it came out of a bottle. Yeah, like it's fine. Like it just is mineral water. But so it's just was, different water. Yeah. So I was like, are they making like a connection or is that just like a I, thing I, you I can didn't do? even make that connection. Yeah. I assumed it was like, you know, bougie like LaCroix where. True. When I got home today. John wasn't home because he snuck back to the office that is closed because he said, I had to make a LaCroix and yogurt pretzel run. <laughs> of course. Like, good. And his office is like 
20, 20 feet. steps away. Literally. I've told him to time it. I was like, from the moment you walk out our door, time it. It, it would was, be like two minutes. That's amazing. I'd swear. Like, I love it. Ugh. But then, anyway, so we get to the point. This is where, like, Brandon corners Andrea, essentially, and kisses her. Kisses her. Yeah. And just, oh, my. But at least going. she calls him out on it. Like, I, I would have hated it if she kind of, like, wavered and was like, oh, my God, you really like me? No, I was so glad. She's an independent <laughs> woman who don't need no man. It's certainly she not She picked Jay. Yeah. I wanted her to hit him in the face. Like, you would have deserved it. Ugh. Someone punch Brandon. So, he needs a good spanking and not in a, like, sexual <laughs> way. <laughs> I'm adding that to the uh, Brandon Dillon fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> You need a good spanking. That could be like a good one shot. <laughs> yeah, like Brandon gets a spanking. <laughs> It'll just be a paragraph. <laughs> oh God. Um. Oh, I think this is where Andrea said what is apparently my quote of the week. Is the only quote I wrote down, assuming it's actually a quote and not just something I made up in my head. <laughs> what makes you think you're so damn irresistible? Oh, oh no, did she I says miss that. that? She says that to Brandon. Oh, man. Ugh. Tell I him. Love that. That's a verbal slap. I love that. Ugh. But, like, if she could have coupled it with an actual slap. Ugh. But still, that's great. I love no, that. I love it. And then, um, Brandon, no. <laughs> Brandon, no. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Just no. Okay. Oh, it's this is when the weird green eggs and ham thing happens. Yeah, because he gets so mad at his dad right before the hearing, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you were never there for me. And his dad's like, what about that time I told you about green eggs and ham? And I Sam I Am. one time. Do you like them, Sam I Am? No, he doesn't. And you know that because I read it to you. <laughs> he doesn't like them on a train. <laughs> or on a plane. Or in a box. <laughs> or, or with... What the fuck? Yeah. That. I got you. It's not socks. No, he does say socks at some point. Oh. I thought I that so. was a different book, Fox and Socks. Oh, I thought that there was hop on, so hop on Pop. I loved Hop on Pop. No. So this is clear evidence that everyone knows Dr. Seuss books, regardless if your father or mother read them what to if, you. Like, what if his dad was just like, Throwing it out there and seeing if it sticks. Of like, do you remember who read you this book? Me or your nursery school teacher? Right. Let, let me plant these memories in your yeah. brain. He's like, I would not like them on a train. And Dylan's like, Green Eggs and Ham. That's my favorite <laughs> book. How did you know? Papa. <laughs> you read it to me. <sighs> but it doesn't matter because we find out when Dylan gets back to the beach club and mm-hmm. talks to Kelly that apparently a bunch of old ladies came up and started talking about how his dad fucked over their pensions, and so he's not getting parole yet. Which, like, that's some serious stuff. I mean, no, it's totally serious, and I get it, and I love this idea that white-collar criminals don't just get pardoned for their crimes. Right. Um, it would have been way too easy to just, like, let them off. Well, and the thing is, none of this makes any sense, because this character can't be big. Uh. It's going to... Well... I mean, whatever. <laughs> I know a few things about I do remember a few things about yeah. this. Did you notice he had a southern accent in this episode? Yes. He sounded like he was from Texas. Like, Where are you from? It's because yeah. he got into Cowboys last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His um, cellmate was from Texas. <laughs> I bet. He's like, hey, you read Green Eggs and Ham? He's <laughs> like, oh, you mean green eggs yeah, and eggs. ham? <laughs> But then we find out that Dylan didn't tell Brenda about his dad, which just like, I mean, okay, but it's it's building on the whole thing that you didn't tell her, but you're telling Kelly. Right. Like, on the one hand, I get it because, like, yeah, she's clearly having a good time in Paris and, like, you don't want to, like, bring the mood down of, like, well, I'm sitting here at home dealing with my dad. So on the one hand, I get it, but on the other hand, it's like... Well, and they're supposed to have a relationship that can handle this. Exactly. So yeah. it's like, okay, why are you just telling Kelly and that's it? Because yeah. we know where this is going. Yeah, we not, know where this is going. They're not being um, very subtle about it. Well, and speaking of a lack of subtlety, we go to Andrea telling Jay she's not going to take the job. Which, oh my God, is not on brand for Andrea. It's really not. Like, she would so take that. I mean, but at the same time, she's so empathetic. I was going to say, the bleeding heart you liberal know, of her... Mm-hmm. Like, it's oh. the bleeding heart, so she'd go stay with the deaf kid. And then, like, 
the, you know, I have to get into college and I have to do all these things and I am so proactive about mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. would have taken the really good opportunity. Like, right. I can understand this being a huge, you know, thing for her. And the idea that Jay was able to boil it down to be like, just tell me you're not staying for Brandon. Right. And the fact that he was so perceptive, like, enough to understand that that might be a thing. But I also appreciate that they're both mature enough to, like, potentially do a long-distance relationship. I know. Like, I, that was nice. I love all of this for Andrea. Yeah. I love that journey for her. It makes sense for her. And for Jay. Man, Jay is a dreamboat. Like, Peter Krause. Prime Peter Krause. So good. So good. Love it. And I'm pretty sure Jay is Adam Braverman. I mean, I totally <laughs> buy it. Like, I think that makes more sense than what I tried to make with Laura, like Gilmore. It's so fine. it's, I think he's Adam Braverman. I think he is too. Yeah. But at the same time, Adam Braverman lives in California, so maybe he's not Republican. Maybe he is Republican. I haven't watched that show in long <sighs> enough. But the thing is, he's from Northern California. <laughs> True. Well, and he's, like, the eldest, so. Well, and he is a businessman Mm -hmm. with a family and, like, all of that kind of stuff. Like, I could see him being a Republican. Yeah, I can see it. Um, And that's, I mean, that's basically it. After this, everyone's joiners and they go do a tug of war and then Dylan and Kelly get too close physically. Physically. And she touches her boobs while he's all (laughs) up in there. (laughs) I missed that. No, I saw it. She, like, fixes her Yeah, she, like, adjusts. But he's, like, boop, boop. It's like he is up, like the part where he's like basically over Mm -hmm. her, and then she's like, "Oh, sorry, lift the boobies." I did notice he was like staring at her boobs when they like stood up and draws "Mm." the eye down. Maybe I was typing at that point. No, there there was a little bit of a booby touch, and she was just like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, that's just it's there." (laughs) Fuck off, Kelly. You're supposed to like girls. (laughs) (laughs) True. Oh, if only. But yeah, that's it. Happened. Tug of war, and then it's that's, over. That's it. Yeah. It ends on a sour note, because I hate mm-hmm. it. So yeah. what'd you grade it? So I gave this one a B- minus for bullshit Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I'm getting sick of like only giving Bs, because I'm running out of things to say well, for but Bs. But I feel like the thing is, when it's down to a C, it's mm-hmm. because the episode genuinely deserves to, like, have worse grades that's true and i'm reserving my a's because yeah. i don't think a lot of ones get a's yeah because they should be reserved for like the really spectacular episodes like i think i'll give it a b plus okay specifically okay um for bonjour oh that's good i didn't even think about that paris stuff because it was it was just there yeah i think it's really interesting that they are doing a you know summer in paris kind of a thing and like splitting this up this much well yeah because it feels like the beach club last year where it was like really split between um kelly and donna and david who were in the or no oh, i was acting class yeah, acting yeah. Class. summer school, school and beach club right but now it's beach club now and it's paris. summer school in paris yeah yeah no i mean it totally works out like i'm not actually opposed to it yeah, it's just, I just think it was interesting. It's just a little weird. Like, it feels more like splitting the party. <laughs> Never split the party. Exactly. Um, okay, so before the very last thing we have, mm. I have a trailer. All right. They've touched down in the city of love. We are going to have the time of our lives. <laughs> Absolutely. Six weeks in Paris. Bon appetit. Bon appetit. The experience of a lifetime. It's kind of mushy. It's brains. While back in Beverly Hills... What makes you think you're so damn irresistible? Hearts are in danger as tensions rise and friends move closer. Sorry, I got tangled up. In the summer of 93. I want to go home. 90210, 7.30 Sunday on 10. Who okay. is this British guy? <laughs> is Apparently I'm on the Australian version. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see? Tensions run high. It was my quote of the week. Yes. It was the booby. It was. And it was like... I want to go home from Paris. It's brains. It's, it's brains. brains. <laughs> <laughs> that this made me week. want it. This is amazing. All right. I need to find the Australian trailers from yeah, now on. Yeah, this is the best background trailer. music. Yeah. Amazing. Perfect. This, this is the best amazing. one we've ever had. That bumps me up to a B plus for bullshit, Brandon. <laughs> Just that old. Two Bs. Make a yeah, note bullshit, of that. Bullshit, Brandon, booby pole. <laughs> <laughs> booby pole. <Yeah>. B plus. <laughs> All for her little B cups. Yeah. Oh, yeah, girl. I mean, she probably has more than that. I don't know. I don't know boobs. I don't know boobs. (laughs) 
That might be my quarterly. <laughs> I have less than an A. <laughs> so I feel very seen in our podcast group because we're all just like chilling over here with our little babies. Itty bitty titty committee. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get so offended by that. And now I'm like, whatever. I'm, I'm not like, going to have back pain. I'm like, I get to be in a club? <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? So yeah, next week on that note, um, we have season three, episode four. Sex, Lies, and Volleyball slash Photo Feeny. Like Feeny? Yeah. Feeny is There's no like accent, end. so it's like Feeny. 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 Well, and fine I think I. it's technically Feen. Like F-I-N. No, it's F-I-N-I. But I mean, like, I think well, the yeah. word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah it I, should be. I thought it was going to be like Photo Finish, but then like Photo Finne. 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 Photo Mr. Feeny. <laughs> Feeny! <laughs> God, I've missed that. So good. So good. Um, but yeah, that's what next week is. And in the meantime, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Back to Podcast. You can send us an email at back to podcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. And also make sure to leave us a review and give us a rating on iTunes. Make sure to leave us five stars. Um, and if you leave us a review, we will shout you out on the show. And also it'll make us happy. It will make us happy. It will. And I think that's it. So from all of us at the Itty Bitty Titty Committee, (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ariel. I'm Caitlin. I'm Mary. Bye. Bye. See ya.